0: Hey guys, timer is on, happy running. So I'm 22 episodes into the podcast now, just over three weeks, which is... Uh, cool. It's all happened so fast, you know. It seems like just yesterday I was starting my first episode. But yeah, thank you for everyone who has been listening. It's been really nice to see the uh numbers going up on the analytics for the podcast and a few more subscribers and views uh, on YouTube as well. So really appreciate that. Um, and even if you are one of the uh, silent listeners who doesn't ask any questions, that's fine. But uh, yeah, consider like you will get the most value out of it if I can give you specific information and there are not that many people asking questions yet. So good time to uh, jump aboard, say hello and yeah, let me know what you found helpful, what you'd like me to dive into deeper what you'd like to explain in a different way because everyone learns in slightly different ways um, and yeah, any specific questions to you. And the best place to do that is on the Step and in Injury Prevention Facebook group. So head on over there, ask me a question just like Joseph Bowden has done uh, here. So he's given me like uh, heaps of really good information about his background and when it does come to physiotherapy, um, it is all that sort of background information about, um, you know, the sports you, grew, uh, you played growing up and um, some past injuries, uh, things like that that are really important for online physiotherapy. So, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate all the information. I won't go through and read it all for everyone here, but um, good sort of background. Um, and yeah, if you are interested in online physiotherapy, that is something that I do um, as a service on my, uh, my main business, which is called ADPT Physio. So, if you go to ADPT.physio as the website, um, you can actually book in an online session there if you're interested so i'll he's got a few different questions here um some are about running shoes and i definitely want to go into um, a bit more detail on running shoes well i haven't really gone into too much detail at all yet um but this is not nft shoes this is um real life shoes and all the different types um yeah so that's something i'll i'll do very soon and it sounds like he's at a He's had these trainers for four years so it definitely pr- could do with a bit of a refresh um, there for you, Joseph. But um, what I want to actually talk about is um, what he's talked about here where he says he's had some, he feels like he has quite strong legs but his cardio is um, letting him down. He's talked a lot about um, in the previous paragraphs about how he's been getting kind of better and better at running but now sort of plateaued and he's getting some, uh, buckling in weak sort of feelings in his knees when he's running downhill. But he's saying he thinks that his legs are strong from having done um, played football uh, and uh, flipping, so trampolining uh, throughout his life, but it's the cardio that's letting him down. So I just wanted to dive into that because I think it is relevant for a lot of people listening where I guess trying to diagnose what the sort of weak spots in the system are um, can be a bit tricky and I think people's understanding of um, sort of what constitute what constitutes strength can be um, pretty variable. So, I think with this situation with Joseph, where he's getting this feeling of um, knee, feeling weak around the knees, and well, saying he's not actually bu- buckling, but feeling a little weird. I think that's a really common thing for people, especially when you're starting to run downhill, because that is such a um, intensive thing on the body. It might seem like running downhill. Uh, is going to be easier than running uphill but for a lot of people it's the other way around and um, I, when I did my marathon most uh, about oh, how long ago is it now six weeks ago um, in in Canberra the nation's capital um, there was a lot of down like up and down but these long drawn out downhills and that was really the killer um, for me it's just as I've talked about previously with um, eccentric contractions that's that lengthening under tension when you are running downhill you have loads more um, eccentric contraction and then each step because you've got sort of extra um, distance down and gravity involved the impact forces um, are often yeah much higher and it is also harder to get sort of like that midfoot strike which and get that shock absorbing um, happening through your muscles and ends up being a bit more jointy and um, plenty of uh Plenty of, yeah, quad eccentric contraction, which can often leave you feeling really sore. So, yeah, downhills, definitely hard um, hard work, not to scare anyone off and not to say that they're dangerous. Like we've talked a lot about before how impact forces, you know, the right dosage is, um, you know, the stimulus you need to get stronger and condition your joints and muscles um, and bones, but also... Again, it's all about dosage, so uh, if you go too much too soon, that's where you can sort of run into issues. So I like here that um, Joseph has tried to find some downhills to try and maintain, make it easier to maintain the pace, but we really, really want to be careful with that and make sure you're conditioning yourself to those downhills. Now, he said that he feels like his strength is pretty good from the previous sort of trampolining and uh, football, but I just want to really highlight to people that strength training where you're doing resistance training is a very different type of strength than sort of previous like sport participation um you know in trampolining like you know okay with that kind of flipping you might be getting what would kind of be called strong legs but if you're just playing sort of football um and mostly sort of a kind of those cardio sport backgrounds um yeah I, i wouldn't call that Good strength, because when we're looking at the type of strength we need um, to build up really good resilience in your legs and around your joints, uh, that like we do want to make sure that's coming from uh, strength conditioning uh, principles, where you're you're using the um, rep ranges that are appropriate to actually build up strength and muscle mass, um, also build up uh, strength in the tendons, loading of the joints. So that and that has to come from that sort of resistance training parameters which is going to be uh, much lower volume than running along for 90 minutes playing football um or um yeah jumping on a trampoline so just wanted to highlight cuz i think a lot of people sort of have that that feeling that if you've played sport that you have strength but I just want to be really uh, precise with the language and precise with the definition of what we're calling strength here and f- if you're not already doing some kind of strength um, resistance training then I would definitely recommend it and particularly if you're feeling like you're um, sort of plateauing with your with your fitness because yeah as you as Joseph has said he's um, you know he's been running for 15 days and he's kind of getting um, to the point now where he's doing 12 and a half minutes every day um, with the 125% uh, step energy, energy strategy. So, but he's getting to that and feeling pretty wiped out. So the ways that we can get better, obviously are improving our fitness, but if you're feeling like you're getting that, um, the legs feeling weak, um, that's a pretty good sign that if you can increase your um, leg strength, both through the neural adaptations we've talked about and the muscular hypertrophy, that will give you that resilience um, and ability to improve your uh, speed, fitness and, and resilience to running. So I just really wanted to highlight that because I know a lot of people uh, sort of undervalue the importance of strength and conditioning for injury prevention. So these kind of early warning sides of feeling like you're, um, you're sort of struggling um, is a yeah, good sign to like get stuck in. The other way that strength can be really helpful is that each, basically if you think about each, um, actually I've sort of talked about this in a previous one and with the limited time, um, what I might do is sort of give a practical um, application of what you uh, could be doing to um, improve that uh, leg strength. So keeping it nice and simple, something like squats where you're really focusing on that eccentric phase, so that's that lengthening and tension phase, so if you're going from a standing down to squat and say you just go to 90 degrees, again we don't need heaps of range of motion, like there's lots of arguments around, should you squat ass to grass as in where your um, hamstrings are touching your calves or is it okay to go 90 degrees I think if you've already got a lot of new stress from the running, don't want to then use range of motion as a really challenging variable so just squatting down to 90 degrees doing a nice slow eccentric so taking three to four seconds to get down to that 90 degrees position is a great way to um, start to condition yourself to that eccentric loading and that's going to be great for building up strength um, doing sort of you know classic physio prescription of three three sets of 10 um, you know every like maybe twice to three times a week um, with uh, at least a day in between is going to be a like the simplest no-brainer sort of stuff you can do to start giving you some of that eccentric tolerance in your quads and that's going to help um, build up strength through and around the knees so that's going to be the sort of easiest simplest Um, way to get started but I I know you're you're saying here that you don't think strength that cardio is um, more of the um, issue here but I I would really recommend if you're not already doing something then at least doing that other simple exercises you can do are going to be walking lunges again looking at that that control of the eccentric contraction, so nice and slow on the way down, um, and there are going to be there's plenty more exercises, and if people are interested, I I could put together a strength program for runners, but haven't had too much enthusiasm for that yet. So uh, let me know if you do want me to do that. Now there's the timer, so I guess this is like a less of a sort of direct topic for everyone uh, listening to, but I think it's just a really good insight into where people's heads off and at when it comes to like what is the thing that they should be working on um, the most. And usually it's when you, uh, if you think about all the factors involved in um, your body and your running. So if there's like easy cardio, like hard cardio, easy cardio uh, strength, Like if it's, if there's one that you're not doing, it's usually, um, if you can build up that weak point, that thing that you're not really doing, that will give you the most benefit. So you're doing plenty of running and it sounds like you're running at a decent, um, clip. Like this is kind of faster than you're used to, used to running. So we don't want to keep adding in more and more speed work. Otherwise we will just overload you. Um, I think to build up the cardio, which I'll again talk about, um, in more detail later doing, and I have talked about recently on the cross-training episode as well, is trying to get some extra low-level, so low-intensity zone 2 cardio. Um, So again, that's that intensity where you can uh, maintain a conversation while you're doing it. So chucking some of that in um, would be a good idea, but I'd really recommend getting at least two to three um, strength sessions low-body-wise. Um, in a week to start building up that strength not only for your quads but you talked about the achilles pain which fortunately some of my information uh, has helped you with so far so that's where i'd be um, where i'd be looking and again i'd love to hear from people if you guys are interested in a uh, at home or in the gym um, strength conditioning program for runners all right i will finish up there and i'll jump into yeah, specific advice around, or just like information about running shoes, because it's a an absolute minefield of um, lots of marketing and, <laughs> and lots of different conflicting information. So I'll get into that one soon. And otherwise, uh, yeah, be like Joseph. I really appreciate his question and the support. So uh, jump on the Stepping Indie Prevention Facebook group, or if you're watching on YouTube, um, ask a question. Love to get your feedback and love to get your the topics that you are interested in. Nice one. See you guys tomorrow.